Welcome to the Thin Blue Line Outdoors Podcast. This pig came bottling. Just ended up puking last night. It sucked. <laughs> Whoa. Ah! All right, everyone's Cody Johnson, Thin Balloon Podcast. It's going to be podcast 66. Um, so we had uh, the red coat on last time, and now we got to have the redneck on. Um, Jesse has had a very good season for the limited amount of days that you've been out. Um, yeah. and, it's, and it's kind of been a weird season because um if you guys listen to podcasts would have been like 61 62 somewhere in there um you would have saw that jesse was in wisconsin but yet i'm posting this hunting in illinois and we'll talk about that here uh in a little bit but uh jesse you can take it over for now and break down your season man so yeah as cody was saying uh the family and i moved up to wisconsin this summer i had a new job opportunity up here um but that meant, you know, leaving or getting further away from the private land we have access to in Illinois, but it opened up a whole new world of Wisconsin hunting for me, mm-hmm. uh, which did not quite go as planned this year. So obviously moving up in the summer, I did not have a lot of opportunity with the move and trying to get settled up here to go knock on doors or scout mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. get access to any private land nice thing is that wisconsin has so many opportunities for public land um i ended up finding something they called public access land um, which was like 20 minutes from where i'm at now um so where that's kind of different and i don't know if illinois has a program this way or not but essentially public access is private landowners who are essentially just farmers or people who don't seclude people from hunting on it Mm-hmm. open up their land um, to the state of Wisconsin for people to come out and hunt on. Um, and then they I think they get a tax break. Yeah. Um, and so does Illinois have anything like that? Yeah, I forget what they call it. They have a name for it too. Um, and I've seen them DNR uh, promote it and stuff before. And I just, I don't know what it's called. Um, but I do know they do. It does exist. Um, I don't know anybody who does it. Um, so I, yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people at this little bit of mm-hmm. public access in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so uh, I went out the first day cause it opened archery season opened up here September mm-hmm. 15th. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, man, I'm going to go out. It's going to be great. Kids had a soccer game that morning. So I'll go hunt the afternoon. Uh, new chances mm-hmm. for me to try climber. I got a year ago. Um, you know, I've never stepped foot on this land once. Didn't have the time to go scout it. Had some aerial aerial photos mm-hmm. of it. Had some mm-hmm. ideas of where to set up on what turned out to be a bean field. Um, so, yeah, I'm really getting I'm excited. It's like 80 degrees out. I'm like, I don't care. I'm going out. I get out before, you know, anybody else down in Illinois. So, yeah, I'm going to go out. Um, there was at least one other person out there deer hunting when I got there. Um, I didn't see him until later that day, but then as I was getting ready to go out, there was a couple people coming back out from squirrel hunting. They said they noticed the deer hunter kind of gave me his location and said they'd let us deer hunters have it for the day, which I was thankful for. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> have my climber, have my backpack hooked up to my climber. It's pretty heavy. 
walking out with my bow, kind of scouting this new property. I get out there and I'm just kind of looking. I do see signed deers, deer tracks, things like that. Cross over this this tree line and I'm looking, oh, that, that looks like a nice corner set up in, perfectly fine. And I'm walking around and there's not a single straight tree mm-hmm. to put the timer in. Um, and the one thing about public access is you can't change the environment, right? Yep. So there's a couple of trees off of like, I don't know, 10, 15 yards back that were kind of straighter that would have been decent for a climber set up. But I have all these branches in the way. There's no shooting lanes. Yep. I can't trim them. I can't break them. I can't do anything that you can't change the environment, yep. which I get. Mm-hmm. So for the first half hour, I'm walking around this kind of corner of this land property and of this property. And I'm like, there is not a single tree for me to do this. I spot one. I'm like, you know what? That I'll give it a go. And so I'm trying to climb up in this thing. I get to where the base of climbers chest high, right? Just kind of secure. And I just hop up into it, which I know that's not what you're supposed to do with the climber, things like that. But this is after trying to do the normal method for a while. And then I'm able to move it up twice. And then it's just such a bend in the tree yeah. that like, I'm going to fall right out. There's it, it's not sitting right. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, this is fun. This is awesome. And after 45 minutes of battling that sweating sweating bullets i'm like all right i'm done i'm done i'm over it and so i set the climber down and i walked past this big like you tell they cleared some trees and this big log pile <laughs> hanging out in the middle of this thing kind of on the edge of the field still it's like screw it i'm gonna just sit up here i'm gonna climb up there and just sit and yep see what happens comes out, comes out. Mm-hmm. uh I get up there and like I'm on top of this wood pile. Like I anything's gonna see me from any mile away. I'm like, this is not good. This is not where I wanna be. Luckily I got out there super early, right? So I got out there about noon. This is probably about 1.15 after trying to do all this work and find the spot. I'm like, oh, this is not going well. I keep looking around the edge of the property, I'm like, hey, that looks like some straight trees over there. I'll go give that a go haul all my crap back and get over there and the trees are too thin like they're just little twigs essentially coming up and that's oh i didn't notice the blind quite yet so i was like okay i like i'm defeated at this point in time i'm like all right i'm gonna go back to where i saw deer tracks i'm literally just gonna set my climber down because i didn't even bring a chair with me Mm-hmm. Like that's gonna be in a stand. Yeah, yeah. And uh I'm gonna set that on the ground. I'm just gonna sit. I'm just gonna sit and give it a go. So I'm sitting there, I'm on my my climber, I'm like, all right, here it is. This is the plan. This is what we're this is what we're doing. Um 10 minutes goes by. I'm pumped, do a little filming, do a little shooting, post a little bit to social, like, hey, first one out, here we go, it's gonna be a good set. Yep. You know, and I start kind of getting into my pockets, making sure I got everything. I can't find my car keys. Cannot find my car keys. Mm-hmm. Uh, dump my bag. I mean, I literally pick my bag upside down and go mm-hmm. on the pockets. Nothing. And I'm like, 
oh my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. Because I literally just stomped and like walked around for half an hour looking for a tree, right? And then another half hour setting up in this one spot or trying to. I mean, at any point in time, my keys could have fallen out. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I leave my climber there. I uh, At this point in time, there's another guy walking out to go hunt. And I, I walk up to him and say, hey, man, just so you know, I'm going to be making a lot of noise because I, I got to go find my car keys. It's the literally the only key I have for my car, too. I yep. have no spare, nothing like that. He's oh, good. I hope you find it. He goes, I'll be over there, so I'll be out of your way. You won't scare anything from me. So, okay, good. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I walk around this whole property again. <clears throat> That's when I noticed the other deer hunter in a blind in the opposite corner I was at, but I'm still just, I mean, I'm walking around looking for keys where I'm probably just kicking everything up, right? Yep. Looking everything away. Finally, I, I got to go back to the car and look. I haul my stuff up and I said, <laughs> if I go back to the car, I don't find it. I'm going to have to call my wife. She'll have to come mm. get me. She's going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Have my car towed. Figure that whole process out. Yep. Uh, walking up, set the climber down behind the car, start walking around the car a little bit. I don't know how, I don't know when, but I found my keys on the side of the road. And to be honest, I had it in my mind that said, once I get back to that car, I'm done. I'm going to go home. This has not been a good experience for me. Yeah. I'm just um, I found the keys, put my climber in. I was going to put my bow in. I said, you know, fuck it. I've been, I'm, I'm here. I'm going to go back out. Mm-hmm. Went back out, stood underneath the tree for two hours, and then it just starts downpouring. And then lightning strikes really close. I said, I'm out. I'm done. This is the sign to go. Yeah. Yeah. The other guy packed up. We got to our cars at the same time. And I could tell he was a little irritated. I said, look, man, I, I'm so sorry. I didn't see you at first. Um, but I lost my car keys when I was out there. So uh, I'm not usually one to stomp around while hunting, but mm. I had to today. Yeah. You could tell he's a little irritated. But he said, oh, yeah, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Yep. But that was that was my first hunt of the year. I was like, if this is how this is going to go all year, mm-hmm. not going to be good. Yep. So um, then I went out again. I think it was the next day. I think so. At that time, I took, I took Marshall and Walter out. Mm-hmm. I took my six-year-old and then my three-year-old at the time. Out, well, I mm-hmm. guess it would be five and three-year-old, mm-hmm. which positive out of that was I got a new blind out of it. Mm-hmm. Because I told my wife, I said, the only way to hunt this, you got to sit in a pop-up line. You, you got to have that. Yep. And, you know, A, you could also keep the boys safe from anybody else out there, right? You're in that blind. Um, but it's just the way it's going to be more comfortable for everybody. Yep. So going to buy another deal. <clears throat> and that one, it was just fun. We didn't walk too far into it, set mm-hmm. up, and then just had a lot of donuts. And yep. lots of candy. And uh, the coolest part of that part was uh, it was a little windy and a branch was hitting the back of the blind and making noise and their eyes go. Shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a deer back there. I was like, well, open the window, give it a look. So they're opening the window really slow. And yep. like, oh, look, it's just a stick. It's just a stick. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's just a stick. But. Yep. Um, so we, we left early, we left before light, um, 
but on our way out where the guy was set up because he was back out there in that corner, we saw probably three does working their way to him. So I was like super excited. Hopefully he gets one. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. So then a couple weeks later, I went out <laughs> to the same spot with my uncle-in-law. Um, this time I set up, I got there like at four in the morning just to beat everybody else there. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I knew the spot I wanted to be in, which was where that guy was where mm-hmm. I saw the deer. Um, and I just claimed the spot mm-hmm. looking back. It was torrential downpour from 4 a.m. to about 9 a.m. Nobody else was going to be out. Like I was saying, yeah. I could have taken my time. So, so as I'm setting up and I'm waiting for my uncle in law to text me, right? I dropped my pinch home where at, shared the map with him. Should be super easy to get out there. And he's like, I'm here. And I keep waiting for him like, to come up across where I'm at. And he's lost. <laughs> he's just, he's walking around this public access land and he finally comes back dropped my pen he goes yeah dude i got so turned around out there and he goes i ended up falling in this ditch full of water and all he has is just like non-waterproof boots i didn't know any about this, yeah. this is, uh... yes and so he's like literally soaked probably from yeah. middle thigh down of just water he goes i was just hanging on to this little tree <laughs> Like, because luckily I had the smart just to hang on a little bit before I hopped in. Um, all around this big crossroad case that has everything. <laughs> so, he was a trooper because I was I was sitting all day, mm-hmm. and it, this was probably early October. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, as you said, I have limited time to go out. Mm-hmm. I was going to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. We did see one deer that morning. Um, it popped out. So how this property is set up is like, here's the main road where you can walk in. Um, and when you're walking in, it's just fields mm-hmm. and it just happened to be bean fields this year. But then you, there's more access to some woods, right? And there's a pond somewhere back in these woods mm-hmm. that you could, I mean, realistically you could set around that too, as a water source. Mm-hmm. Um, again, not being out there before I kind of stayed close that mm-hmm. way. I knew how to get back out um, and not wanting to go in and mess anybody else up if they were already out there. So my plan for this upcoming years, if I don't get access somehow to private land, mm-hmm. is to go out and maybe scout that more, walk around yeah. out there and see what it is, what it's like mm-hmm. back there. I can find a straight tree mm-hmm. to take my time around and that'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, this deer popped out, I don't know, 50, 60 yards out of those woods and it was, it was running. It never stopped nothing and i don't know we didn't see them chasing it I, I i don't know what spooked it but it just took off yeah hard to ran, ran the complete opposite direction of us but that was in the morning so it kind of gives you hope yeah um, but he goes back home around 11 gets changed and he comes back out and the rest of the time was just kind of shooting the shit with him which was really fun mm-hmm. um, and he had good internet service so we kind of watched the uh the Badger versus Iowa game there for a while. There you go. We we're just sitting in the barn on mute. So yeah, yeah. And then that that wrapped up my my Wisconsin hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, because after that it was busy weekends and then Illinois. Yeah. Um, so so I'll, I'll I'll break this down for people real quick. So so we weren't for sure to be honest yet if if Jesse was going to hunt um Illinois or not because 
he when he applied for his shotgun tags and bow tags, he was an Illinois resident. Um, um, but then he then he got his Wisconsin job and he became a Wisconsin resident. So we had to figure out like, you know, I didn't know if he was legal or not, and I was honestly looking up the law. Um, I was finding mixed things. I found, um, you know, I found one where I thought, okay, no, this I think you're illegal to do it, and the other one, but there I found another uh statute that was like yeah it kind of questions that one well luckily i have a game warden buddy um and reached out to him and we were essentially told uh it's good falls under good faith um you know you were a legal uh illinois resident at the time you applied um so you're good to go your tags are valid for this year and this year only um right. so from so from now on you'll have to do the non-resident stuff if you which I don't know if anybody's ever looked up non-resident in Illinois. It ain't cheap. Um, pricey. Yeah. But, uh, but anyways. So I, just, thought, yeah. I thought from the get-go, since I, I had the tags, I was a resident mm -hmm. when I got them, mm -hmm. that I was legal. I was like, I'm good. Like, I'm good for this year. It's my last <laughs> year because obviously I can't apply for resident tags anymore because I'm not a resident. Mm -hmm. We're texting, boom, and Ryan and I are texting like the Wednesday before I'm going down to Illinois for my bow hunt. Mm -hmm. I said, all right, here's the kind of wind. Here's the situation. You know, here's our trail cam photos that we have. What, what do you guys think? Where should I set up? What are you guys' opinions? The boom goes, we'll pay the, the out-of-state tag and come film me or something like that. I'm like, yeah. bullshit, I got tag. What do you mean come yeah. film me? I got a resident yeah. tag. But I got about it. So he goes, mm -hmm. no, you don't, buddy. It's illegal. So Wednesday night, yeah. I'm freaking out. I'm like, I, I don't know if I'm mm -hmm. going this week. I don't know if I can go hunt, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he texts me back Thursday night and goes, "All right, I text and I talked to my uh, yeah, yep, my our buddy, and we're good." Yep, yeah, because I had I had be honest with you, I'd never looked it up, um, never needed to, but my brother uh, Colton, um, he's he's in a similar similar boat that Jesse was. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he was an Illinois resident, got Illinois tags, but then he became an Iowa resident. Um, and he was the one who told me, "Oh no, I he, I'm pretty sure I can't." um which is a good thing so when i figured it out for him i contacted him so like oh heck yeah <laughs> so yeah come on out buddy yeah so he came back and uh um he didn't have any luck though um but 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 jesse did have some luck so i'll let him go yes. mm -hmm. yeah so that first yeah. weekend i went out bow hunting i guess the only mm -hmm. weekend i went out bow hunting down our private land in illinois i did three 12-hour days that week at work which you guys know I'm an assistant principal. Is that's not unheard of for officers or dispatchers or mm -hmm. you know people in law enforcement. Um, and really, like when it's it's not unheard of for principals to have 12 hour days either. But you're usually at home, just continue working. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, when I say 12 hours, in the building for 12 hours with yep. parent teacher conferences and some activity night we do with some kiddos. Mm -hmm. um, so I left Wisconsin probably Friday night, like at. 8.30, 8.45, drove down to Mercer County, mm -hmm. uh, hung out, and went out Saturday um, to hunt. And I saw the probably the most deer I've ever seen in a, in sitting this year mm -hmm. in general. Um, and none of them really gave me a shot until the Sunday morning with my mm -hmm. archery buck. Um, mm -hmm. And it was, it was really cool to see these deer and um, – one of them I thought I was going to be able to grunt and rattle in. Mm -hmm. I used a little bit of rack getter spray right before that too. Mm -hmm. I think literally I stood up, <clears throat> I did the rack getters. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, it wasn't hot to trot. 
I think it was Climax, maybe. Yeah, probably. Um, sprayed that with the windows going, and then I sat down. I I just like literally sat down, put it back in my bag, and I turned, and there was this deer just coming and looking at me. I was like, okay, let's go. It was probably a basket rack eight, and it wasn't anything mm-hmm. to write home about, but still a really cool experience. Well, you correct me if I'm wrong, but because you knew your time was limited, it was pretty much anything. as brown as down. Yeah, you get anything in front of me in range that mm-hmm. I could shoot, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. we was joking with Ryan because we have this deer on camera called the unicorn. It's just literally like one spike like this. And so I sent a picture, uh, I was texting the group about it. And Ryan Sinney goes, is this it? I go, yeah. And then he texts me separately. He goes, oh, I, I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. I go, well, what do you mean? He goes, I'm proud you passed that one up. I said, dude, I tried grunting that one back in. Like, yeah. I'm here for meat. I'm here to get something down. Mm-hmm. He just didn't give me a shot. Like, he just didn't mm-hmm. happen. Yeah, and I, uh, in the group I saw that, I thought you passed it too. Because I, I remember, like I said to either Nate or Kyle, when I saw him in person, I'm like, I can't believe Jesse passed that deer. And then it wasn't until you told me later on, like, oh, I wasn't going to pass it. <laughs> no. You should have went with that. <laughs> yeah, No, I was not. I, I was out for anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was my goal was mm-hmm. to get some meat in the freezer. We were running low from venison. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, that, that Saturday saw a lot of deer. Not necessarily. They were responding to the mm-hmm. calls and stuff like that and um, to the sense, but no chases, right? The second weekend in November, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so my morning hunt, <clears throat> I saw a lot of deer. Well, a lot of deer for me was probably like four. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, as you guys know, the, the land we're hunting in the Lido in Mercer County, it, it's small, yep. right? It's, it's like eight eight to ten acres. Yep. Um, so that's the most deer I've ever seen in one sit in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then met back up for lunch. Um, went out to my afternoon spot, which is the pipe stand, which is where I killed my doe last year. Um, super pumped, ready to go for it. I mean, as soon as I sat down, got settled, these two does come flying down the hill and just running, just absolutely going. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, okay, here we go. There's going to be a big boy coming at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. going to happen. Nothing came. No no buck nothing following it at all um sitting there i saw one more doe i don't know 50 yards behind me to the right mm-hmm. crossing over and we're, we're kind of thinking that there used to be a lake or a pond there and you can kind of see that lead levy they had built um we're thinking that they're using that more now to to move to get yep. from the what we call the top of the uncharted we call it mm-hmm. uncharted because we haven't necessarily hunted that spot mm-hmm um to go to the rest of the property and so that doe was taking that path um i sat until dark i mean to where i mean i wasn't going to shoot but i was just sitting um and i got down and i i couldn't see and then this doe just starts blowing at me i mean absolutely blowing at me walking had to be within 20 yards of me and just going nuts and so now I'm just standing there for like 10 minutes frozen in the dark, like shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> rough. I hate that. I don't want to scare him out of this area, mm-hmm. but I kind of want to get going too at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it blew, it blew. I didn't hear it run off or anything like that. It, you kind of heard it just walk away. 
Mm -hmm. um, but that was really cool because I knew I was super close to the deer, but the deer couldn't see me at the same time. It just knew something wasn't right. Mm -hmm. And that concluded my my first archery hunt, which I had high hopes after that day because, like, man, I saw yeah, it's a good day. All these deer, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, went back to camp, talked strategy. Um, I decided to go back to the stand we had. It's on the it is on the fence line of the property, but it's where close to where I have my OGs stand up where I shot my first deer ever. There's been a lot of deer killed back there. Mm -hmm. It's the stand where Ryan shot his first deer ever. Mm -hmm. But the hard part about it was the wind wasn't necessarily right for deer coming from our property up to the other mm -hmm. person's property. It'd be really good for anybody in deer jumping the fence and coming over. Mm -hmm. Um but it would be like a small wedge. So here I am facing this way. I'd probably have, I don't know, 30 degrees of a triangle to work with. Because mm -hmm. if they were to get in front of me or just past me, they, they would catch my wind with how it was that day. Um, but I just know that that's where I've seen the most deer. So I've seen the most action. We had a trail camera up there. But I might have to send that one to get refurbished or something because it just batteries were good i was not getting any photos sent to me nothing like that it's right now at ryan's house i haven't checked the sd card on it by any means yeah but we're kind of going in blind back there yeah um so then that morning um sitting and i think i saw a few deer before light mm -hmm. um, and then the the seven pointer ended up I'm looking over, um, and he's working his way down this fence line. Okay, that's a good size deer. Here we go. Yeah. Um, just hoping he, A, does hop the fence, doesn't keep working the opposite way, and just walking the fence line. And then, B, if he does hop the fence, it's in a range that he's, you know, I can take a shot. Mm -hmm. So I'll admit, with how it was, I didn't actually range find anything that way to give me my, myself landmarks. Um, that was kind of that far out. I arranged some stuff that was because right in front of me is a little valley, right? Mm -hmm. Almost like a crevice in the earth where the deer that I did see, they would take that crevice, um, from a spot I couldn't see on the other side of the fence. And then they would just pop out 40 to 50 yards and some brush by me. Um, so I arranged kind of near there, but not necessarily where he was when I took the shot. It was just, I had a, you know, an I four, and so it's probably about that yards. Mm -hmm. Anyway, <clears throat> it was cool. It's the first year I've ever seen rub something live. Yep. Uh, he rubbed a tree for a little bit, which that was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, so he rubbed, then he hopped over, and he started taking the trail that Ryan cut out <clears throat> for us to yep. get access to my OG stand, which was great because I didn't lose him any thick shit at that point in time. I could yep. see him clearly where he was going, give me the chance to draw back my bow, um, and get ready. Mm -hmm. So then finally, when he was coming up on the crest of the ridge where we're kind of even now, um, okay, he's about 30-ish yards away. Here we go. First deer ever stopped to take a shot. Usually I try to let him stop naturally, but he was not mm -hmm. going to stop at that point in time. Yep. And again, I knew he was big. I knew he was going to be <clears> – he was the biggest buck I was going to shoot, right? He was mm -hmm. pretty tall. Um, mm -hmm. And so I took the shot. Heard the whack. Mm -hmm. He took off, tail down, mm -hmm. everything. 
right? You know, like sign of dead deer. A, dead deer, right? Yeah. yeah. I did notice, however, that I hit him far back. I said mm-hmm. I hit him back. Um, mm-hmm. It was not within what you consider like the hard <sighs> shot, the oil maker, yeah. nothing like that. So I was able to see him run. He ran down the crevice, like the hill, mm-hmm. got into the crevice, and they started running up the other hill, kind of behind my original stand. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't notice, but there was another deer down in that crevice, and that mm-hmm. deer took off too. And mm-hmm. so I saw the two deer go, and then up behind the OG stand is all these just thorn bushes, just mm-hmm. thick, thick stuff. Yep. Um, and so I was like, okay, I know I hit him, right? I have all that sign. But then, like, I know it's not necessarily the best sit in the world either. Yep. Now comes the hard part for myself and the red coat is you mm. got you got to wait you got to sit yep. there and wait yep you know you're like oh, okay yeah you had me worried man uh just like i was worried yeah it's just some of the i was like obviously jesse text says he shot this buck and i didn't get on film either it, i didn't, <laughs> didn't get yeah. on film the way the like, stand is set up is and we've already talked about getting a new camera set up and things like that. Not only just because of how I have to set it up within the stand. I mean, I have a, you gave me that camera arm. I mm-hmm. use that at the pipe stand, mm-hmm. um, but it's not mobile as much as I want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I have, there's no shooting rail on the stand. It's just a little bit of the bend where the, the actual seat part connects to the ladder. Mm-hmm. So then I'm wrapping my flexible tripod around it and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then the tripod on top of my camera was loose and my camera keeps falling. I'm trying to retighten it and it keeps going. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And so when he hopped and everything like that, I'm trying to, oh, and it's not set up for a right-handed shooter. It's set up for a left-handed shooter. Mm-hmm. So, but I had my camera also on my right side because that's where I've seen all the deer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then I want to get my bow ready to shoot. So I grab my bow, put it in my hand. You know, my arrow's already knocked stuff. And when he's moving, I'm standing up and I'm trying to get my camera mm-hmm. going at the same time. Yep. But that's when he's getting close to where, okay, he's going to be out of range right now. Mm-hmm. So I took the shot instead. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't on film, so I couldn't see exactly where I hit at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Gave it an hour, got down, and like in my head, like I'm trying not to hype myself up. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, it is a far back shot. I don't want to sit here and like, oh yeah, here we go, dead deer. Yeah, I'm so pumped, so excited. Mm-hmm. So I think even my post shot interview is like, I, I know I hit the deer. I don't know if it's a good hit or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll get down. I got up there. I'm like in my head. I'm, like, I'm, I'm going to look for blood. I'm going to look for blood. I'm going to find blood. And it's just hair, just some piles of hair, and not even like, you know, like you shave your head, but just little piles of hair here and here mm-hmm. i've been 20 minutes looking for my arrow within where the arrow should be right i mean i yeah. went you know if the arrow passed through i went back because there's a little ditch back yeah. there by the i went all the way back there looking in that ditch line just scanning and scanning i looked right where the deer was hit i looked past that i looked everywhere yep yeah. yeah. and i could not find an arrow and i'm like maybe i'm just really shitty at finding arrows you know to be honest i I've found very few arrows after I've tried. And, and, and I know one thing we talked about, you don't shoot Luminoc or Nocturnal. Um, like no. Like, yeah. And I and, want to. 
that's yeah. why we had that conversation is mm-hmm. I need to, I need to do that. It's going to, that's just something to help me find my arrows afterwards. Yep. Um, yep. Definitely something to invest in. There's a lot I got to do archery wise for next year, but we can get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, after that, I'm like, okay, well, well, I guess I'm still hunting. Like I'm going to go back in my stand. I want to ruin Ash's hunt. Yep. Uh, I don't want to ruin anything. You know what I mean? So I'm sitting yep. there and the whole time I'm just like, I probably not the best thing to do. I'm Googling like, okay, hit deer in the back, you know, mm-hmm. everything else is good. You know, what's my chances? And everything comes back. Well, you got to find the arrow. You got to find the arrow. I'm like, okay, reach, redo the search. Bad hit. Everything else looked good. Can't find arrow. And everybody's like, well, you gut shot it, this, this, this. You know, you could go find that deer. So finally, I was like, all right, I'm going to get down yeah. half an hour earlier than what I'm supposed to, you know, mm-hmm. from our meetup time. And I'm going to go back, look for the arrow some more, number one. Because mm-hmm. if I find an arrow, that's going to tell me everything I need to know. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. I couldn't find the damn arrow. And like yeah. that just kept eating at me. So then. I was like, all right, well, here's hair. I followed the trail all the way where the last bit of hair was, and there's just nothing. So I was like, ah, you know, this isn't good. Mm-hmm. Um, because the last thing you want to do is walk down that trail and push the deer more. Sure. Right. And I can tell you, I was worried for you because, I, you know, I'm like, okay, I, th- I think you get shot this deer. Everything I ever always told me, let the deer lay overnight. I know you have a limited amount of time. I was going back to Wisconsin that night. Exactly. So I knew I had that. To go back home. So I knew that. And then I also know you're only on 10 acres. It's not like you have a lot of property to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'll be honest. Mike, when I, because I went to bed, I was working third shift. I was going to bed. When I went to bed, my confidence was not You high. were pissed. You were pissed at me. You were I, the, ca- the camera. I didn't, get it, on shot. I yeah. didn't get it on camera. Yeah, it was a bad hit on a deer. Yeah, <clears throat> that and, and what? Uh, there was a comment you made. Uh, like I don't know if the first text, like you smoked it or whatever, like that. And then you're like, I can't find anything. I'm like, What do you mean you can't find anything? <laughs> no, I initially, said, I initially said I hit yeah. it back. Yeah. I did say that. I didn't think Maybe that was. To be honest, I didn't think my up and down was terrible, though. Yeah. But what it turns out was I was using mm-hmm. my 30-yard pin. Mm-hmm. That's what asked me that, and it was 35. Yeah. So that – Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, well, then, yeah. And then, obviously, there's a reason why you don't didn't find any blood, which we'll get to. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I just said, all right, I'm just going to walk where he ran mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just see what I could find, mm-hmm. knowing damn well – I may push this deer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or I'm not going to find a single trace of it. And what everybody else was saying is I just gave it a belly haircut. Yeah. yeah. Which, to be honest, at that point in time, I think I would have been fine with just giving it a belly haircut yeah. with a limited amount of time I had. <coughs> but mm-hmm. as I'm walking around, walking up, going behind the thick shit and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm like, holy shit, there's a white belly. Mm-hmm. And it's just laying there, and there's a whole bunch of blood around it. Yep. And I was like, mm. "Yep, it was amazing." Like yep. that, that, I found that deer, mm-hmm. and it was thirty to forty yards away from where I shot it. 
That's what I was going to ask you. I guess I didn't know how far. So he only ran 30, 40 yards. Yeah, it was not far. Yeah. Like, yeah, literally I, I guess I realized right I thought you were farther hill, than that. And then, yeah. no, right up that hill, mm-hmm. which would have been probably 20 yards and then another 15 yards into that. Dang. Down. Dang. Right. And so when you walked up on him, there was blood everywhere then? There was, yeah, he had a bunch of white blood foam out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. And there was blood around him. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when I tried to reverse blood trail him, mm-hmm. there wasn't like a whole bunch going off of that either. Mm-hmm. You know, I did find my spots and kind of found the route he went, but yep. it was not a whole bunch. Yeah. Um. So what happened was the arrow went in, and then that all got plugged up. So there wasn't any blood. Mm-hmm. But then by the time that arrow did all of its work, right, because mm-hmm. the arrow was still in him, it just did not take mm. long. Now, did you, was there an exit hole? Was there inching an exit? Yeah, yeah, the arrow went yeah. through him. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't clean past him, but it went through yeah. him. So, like, poked out and got sucked back in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, after that was just pure joy, pure yeah. excitement. You giddy. <laughs> yeah, definitely the oldest deer I've mm-hmm. killed mm-hmm. Um, and the, the biggest buck. Yep. He's a seven pointer. The one I have on the wall here is a eight pointer, but mm-hmm. this guy I think is taller. Yeah, he's bigger. Um, so Jesse actually dropped him off here. Um, I got a uh, old Uncle Coop. Um, Uncle Coop. Yeah, he's uh, he's gonna be doing a European mount for Jesse. Uh, um, but yeah, he was nice. Definitely, definitely a bigger deal, deal than that one you killed um, mm-hmm. out here. Um, yeah, I was. I was yeah, super, uh, uh, super excited for you. Um, like I said, when I went to bed that morning, I was like, I don't think he's going to find it. And, uh, and yeah, I was, I was pleasantly surprised when I woke up. I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, it was awesome. Yeah. I was so happy. Mm-hmm. I was so happy to find that deer. Just mm-hmm. again, because like everything in my head and in my gut told me like that, like that deer got hit. Like mm-hmm. not a graze, not anything like that, but got mm-hmm. hit with that arrow um Mm -hmm. where was the entry hole on it when you uh, actually walked up on it it was so if you're looking at it's like right back leg Mm -hmm. i'd say i don't know like was it mid body you think or mid body yeah mid Mid body body. low mid body low mid body so did it come out did that exit hole was it the same spot on the back side, or is it to to the rear legs or to the front legs? Uh, it would have been it was almost straight out. Straight out, yeah. So yeah. I mean, that's a straight up gut shot, obviously. Yeah, I'm. I mean, that deer was going to die. I am surprised. I'll be honest. I am surprised it died within an hour or mm-hmm. two hours or whatever, and that and it only went 30, 40 yards. That's, well, that's I the, I I bet that if I would have got down immediately. Mm-hmm. And then try to do what I did at the end there, I would have kicked that deer up. Yeah. Um, but I waited four hours, which well, is the not the time you're supposed to wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're, they say a lot of times 12 hours, but, but obviously he had been, was he stiff already when you walked up on yeah. him? Was he? So, so I mean, he probably died that first hour, would be my guess. Yeah. Um, that's good. Which, what are you, what are you shooting, Jesse, for Broadhead? I was using, um, Rage, 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 uh, hypodermic. I believe. Hypodermic. If yeah. you're gonna make it, what I was gonna use for the bear hunt. 
if you're going to make a gut shot, which obviously we don't try to do, but if you're going to no. make a gut shot, that's when you want an expandable. I mean, yeah. 100%. You want the biggest cutting diameter you can get. So Right. Um, but so, yeah. yeah it, worked, that, it worked out. And then, yeah, yeah the, the cool part was I was able to bring them up here for processing. Mm -hmm. I dropped them off. Mm -hmm. um, see, that was Sunday. I dropped them off Monday and mm -hmm. my had my meat back Wednesday. Oh, sweet. Okay. I was going to, I was just about to ask you if you got your meat back yet. Yeah. It was, oh, yeah. Gosh. Boom. Done. Mm -hmm. Well, it was, uh, so my lead cafeteria worker, her husband does it. Oh, okay. I just dropped oh, it off cool. at his garage and he did it oh, real sweet. quick. Like, I don't think he has a whole bunch of freezer space to hold deer meat. Yeah. So I got gotcha. you. It's done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Quick turnaround. Um, I will say it was a little warmer. And so we, we did the ice and everything like that, but you can definitely tell like there's maybe a little, might be a little more game here. Yeah. Well, and, and gut shot too. Gut shot will yeah. do that too. You really gotta right. wash. I mean, I uh, we washed it out. I mean, yeah. I know. Like, I'll, I'll I'll tell a story a different time on the podcast. But you know, I gut shot a doe this year that I found, and uh, you know, the first thing I did when I got her here is wash her out, and I, I still lost some meat. Yeah. Um, not a lot, but I, I did lose some. I lost a uh, a whole rear leg. Um. Mm. So I just. Ha happens i mean is what yeah. it is so right. um well anyways so yeah, that was that was, that was the archery hunt that was uh -huh. the two yep. days in mm -hmm. illinois hunt yep which that so, is out right so, now if yeah. you guys want if you guys want to i would recommend listen to the rest of this podcast first but if you will if you want to watch this um uh, vlog 11 on the channel um so I know uh, it, it's performing pretty well for us. Um, however, the next one uh, that he's about, Jesse's about to talk about is doing even better. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it was kind of, I just kind of find it funny. Uh, you know, Jesse, other than the podcast we did uh, in September, he's been relatively quiet than you usually are. But that's, I mean, you got a lot of stuff going on here in Wisconsin and you haven't figured out all that yet uh, and stuff. But when you come, when you came back, you make yeah. the most of it. And um, so it's just funny. You went from, you guys haven't heard much of from him. And all of a sudden, two back-to-back -back episodes. Oh. Um, so, uh, like, he's back. But, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'll go ahead and let you talk about shotgun season. So, getting ready for shotgun season. One thing that, so <laughs> yeah, last, year, last year during shotgun season. So, I guess this goes back. I don't even know. Two years ago, three years ago, probably three years ago. Um, yeah, because there was a season there I missed because I was at a work conference. Mm -hmm. First of all, I've never had very good luck with the shotgun. Mm -hmm. Okay, the first time was because of a misfire, and that is the reason why I will never use Remington AccuTip ever again. Because yeah. <clears throat> at that point in time, I had, which would have been, the biggest deer in my life, which would still would be the biggest deer in my life mm -hmm. in my scope, 50 yards, pull the trigger, nothing, nothing happens. Pull the hammer back in. Cause I shoot the HR ultra slug mm -hmm. single shot, right? Break open action. Try hitting the hammer again, nothing. And this deer still kind of hanging out. So I try to quietly as I'm in the stand, break this thing open. And then the tail goes. <laughs> I, I wish you had a. I wish you had a GoPro like on you during all that. And then it, that deer just yeah. takes off. Yeah. And it would have been that would have been my first time bucking out Illinois. It would have been the one I got at your 
that mm-hmm. you know, the least yeah, it was that same year. Yep. Yeah. And I would have been like one up in that. I'm like, that would have been like my best year ever. But yes. when there's an equity tip, I still want to write them a letter and say, you owe me something. And they're known or for I, that. And they're known I, for that. Uh, I know three other guys that's happened to with Rumington Accutip. <sighs> anyway, mm-hmm. things that haunt you. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. Hunting wise, there's that, and there's the mm-hmm. the unicorn deer. That one haunts me too. Yep. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so about three years ago, I go out. Um, I don't think I had an archer. I maybe had a small archery kill, and I'm going out second shotgun season because I was at the conference. And I'm out by myself, <clears throat> and it's last light, mm-hmm. and I'm using this HR Ultra slug, and I have two deer in front of me. Um, and I'm like, I'm going to shoot the biggest one. I shoot, nothing happens. They don't like no reaction, which I was surprised about in itself. Um, so it gives me a chance to reload. I reload. And I think I hit the first one. So I aim at the second one and hit, mm-hmm. and then that one drops like, great. Well, that the first one takes off and then there's no blood, nothing like that. That was a clean miss. Well, this, the second one I hit, I spined it mm-hmm. and that's why it dropped. At, yep. at that point in time, I told myself it was because of maybe the recoil of it, but mm-hmm. also, I, I don't know the, how this would work to rest or whatever, but this is what I told myself to feel better anyway. And that it wasn't just a pansy with recoil was that the deer was uphill and I was lower. And that doesn't mm-hmm. really make sense anymore. Right. Yeah. So I spined, right. Deer down. Great. Still had meat. Last year during deer season, we had just the, absolute shittiest shotgun season ever yep we did not see a deer but and booming all those guys should have texted us like oh we're yeah we've seen this we've seen this i've oh, seen deer everywhere yeah and we were like my toes are frozen i haven't yep. seen anything yeah which their face. but to be fair you guys probably had the best as a team archery season that yeah, you had, had before that yeah I think we four. Two, yeah, we got four yeah. deer total off of that. Yeah, that's, off of 10 acres, four deer, it's a lot of deer. Two of them on the same day. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Ryan had his opening day doe. I had my mm-hmm. next weekend doe. And then, yep. yeah, the same day. Yeah. So that's why when you guys say that, I'm like, it doesn't surprise me, boys. No, like, I did. I, I know yeah. why. Yeah. But yeah. it's like frustrating. Yeah. You know, yep. in the moment, it's frustrating. Yep. But we saw one deer. And by we, I mean I saw mm-hmm. one deer. I'm actually in the same stand I killed my shotgun deer this season. They kind of mm-hmm. took the same path too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I lined it up in a shot mm-hmm. and nothing clean miss again and shot over it. Mm-hmm. What in the hell, man? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not the world's greatest shot by any means, mm-hmm. but I'm not that bad. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. So I made a point like, all right, I'll get back out to a range again this year before, mm-hmm. um, shotgun season so i literally take a half a vacation day to go to a range up here um to sight in my shotgun right mm-hmm. just to make sure i'm good to go and i was going to start at the 50 yard and i was gonna go to the 100 yard i was like i'll take like three shots at 50 get it dialed in there then go to 100 and take another three shots get it dialed in, and be done mm-hmm. that was the plan mm-hmm. uh-huh. so i send my first shot down range and i'm high into the left 
Mm-hmm. So I make the adjustments on the scope. Mm-hmm. Send my second shot downrange and it's creeping back. It's like, okay, cool. So I'll just keep making it again. Third shot. And mind you, I'm using a rest, right? Like it's not mm-hmm. just me holding it and like yeah, doing yeah, this. Yeah. I'm really using a rest, <laughs> doing this and everything. Yeah. Well, after I make literally the same adjustments I just did where I'm creeping back in, I'm back and high to the left. I'm like, what in the absolute hell is going on? So then I send a four shot down and it goes high into the right this time. I didn't change anything. I mm-hmm. haven't changed a single thing yet. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. So I try to make a little bit more adjustments. I send my fifth shot down. Nothing. And so at this point in time, they close the range. And I go, I'm looking at my target. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Put my stickers on, you know. Okay, I'm going to try it. Just blank slate. Here we go. I send like another four shells down this thing. And it's not getting anywhere close to where I need to be. Mm-hmm. And after, so this would be three, three, four, ten shots of mm-hmm. my 12 gauge, three inch slugs going down. Yep. I noticed that like my scope picture just all of a sudden got smaller. <coughs> yep. I was like, well, that's not right. Like I didn't adjust zoom, nothing. Like, I didn't just yes. with the lens. what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. So, all right. I'll see another one down. And then all of a sudden it goes wonking. Like what in the hell? And I pull, I look back, the the lens in my scope is rotated on its axis. It's where I'm just seeing the edge of the glass now. And I'm like, mm. oh, God. Yep. And so then I'm like trying to think of everything I can do for it. So I push it back in. I tighten down the zooming. Yeah. Like that, just keep it in. I send another one down. Okay, that kind of went where I wanted to go. <laughs> yeah. I send another one down and did it again. So essentially, I sent... 13 slugs down in a matter of 20 minutes range hoping i didn't have a problem i was you know and i had yeah. a problem the scope was yeah. broken right yeah, I ain't fixing I that. The range master i said hey is there any way to fix this like i'm, I'm going deer hunting in four days right mm-hmm. is yep. there any way to fix this and he goes nope yeah. But we sell Vortex in the shop there. If you look, you know, like, oh, <laughs> like, oh yeah. do you? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm okay with that. So at that point in time, I was like, well, that, there goes shotgun, like, because mm-hmm. this doesn't have iron sights on it. Yep. Um, that's not doing it. But then looking up, I don't know when Illinois changed. So I even asked Boom about it that day. Yeah. I was planning on taking my bow down. Yep. Yep. It changed that a few years ago. So you can. Here in Illinois, if you have a shotgun permit like Jesse did, you can you can archery hunt on that shotgun permit. Um, a few years ago, you weren't able to do so. It was, it was dumb. Like if people want to make it harder on themselves, they should be allowed to. Um, right. And uh, but they they changed it like two or three years ago now. Um, so yeah. So, um, but yeah, I even but, even went down the rabbit hole of they now open up like the single shot <clears throat> rifle cartridges. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. well, I yeah. have an AR, but it's be a, yeah, it's gonna be a straight wall cartridge, and yeah, and yeah. mine or not. Yep, so yep. I have a thirty out six. Yep. Can't do that either. So yep, yep. I wish we could, but uh, no. Yeah. So I went down. I was like, mm-hmm. God damn it, because I, I I love bow hunting. I really do. I just know mm-hmm. that like this is my last shotgun <laughs> in Illinois. Like I would yep. really like to take a shotgun. Yep. Um, 
So then finally I was like, you know what? Screw it. I took the red dot off of one of my guns, mm-hmm. put it on my slug, went to the fleet farm up here, not farm and fleet, fleet farm. Mm-hmm. Um, and got it bore sighted, mm-hmm. bore sighted out to a hundred and said, here we it. go. Yep. Yeah. And so, and all I could think about was that one time with my old shotgun, we, I had a bore sighted at Bass Pro Shop. I dropped it mm. off. They bore sighted it for me. And then we went down to Booms just to get it oh, on, like, yeah. make sure I was really sighted. And we weren't even on paper. No. Was... And at first, him and Ryan are going to be such shit saying it's such a bad shot. <laughs> we, we were. You do it then. <laughs> and so this boom shoots, and it's nowhere near it. No. And he goes, well, there's something wrong with the scope. I go, what do you think I've been telling you this whole time? <laughs> Yeah, I, I want to know what they did because uh, when I, I used to work at Farm King and I bore sighted guns all the time and I like like I would ask people to come back in and I'd be like, hey, was that pretty close? And most of the time they're like, I didn't have to touch it. Every now and then like I just had to make a couple minor adjustments. And I you know I bore sighted some of my own guns and I was always kind of the same thing. Like maybe sometimes just a little tweak here or there. Yeah. But but yeah, I, I think what they do at this point at the wall and aimed it up and said there it is you know what i mean yeah like they didn't take it out to a distance yeah. um but so that's playing through my head like okay <laughs> the good news about that is if they do what bass pro did at that point in time which i'm not knocking bass pro by the way i still mm-hmm. enjoy going to bass pro and shopping yeah. Yeah. i just had that one particular bad experience there yeah um if they did that at least i'll clean mess the deer right I yeah. Hit yeah. It, yeah you know or yeah. i'll be on mm-hmm and so, so that's what I'm walking out to. And for shotgun season, I literally have one day, mm-hmm. like not even necessarily a whole, I would have been able to hunt the whole day if I didn't get a deer in the morning, but I remember thinking, I remember thinking you are crazy. Um, because would have been Friday night when you dropped mm-hmm. off. Yeah. Friday night. Well, so I, Friday night we went down and stayed with my mom and McComb. Yeah, so Friday night, so you, you stopped at night. my house. You stopped, though. You were at my house, what, 8 o'clock at night? Yeah, 8 or 9. Yeah, 8 or 9, he shows up at my house, and he's still got more driving to do. And yeah, with like, two kids in the back. Yeah, I'm like, yeah I'm like, you nuts, but <laughs> Which, by the way, I have your cooler, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you. Yeah. But, hey, but, but I mean, you know, when you oh, yeah. when you got to go out, you got limited chance, you go out. It doesn't yeah. matter. You have You got to go. That's yeah, true. we went to mom's, stayed that <laughs> night, and then I woke up, asked Crack of Dawn to drive to Mercer County from Macomb. What, got there. About two hours? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Woke up the red coat, game planned, and then we went out. Um, I sat in that big ultra mega stand that he has out there. It's so comfy. It's so, so comfy. Very comfy. Uh, luckily, there was deer moving. Otherwise, I probably would have fallen asleep. Which, um, not only was your deer moving, you got a good one on camera. Yeah. That was a real right? good buck. Well, that was a real good field. Buck. I know. Yep. I know. And that one I tried doing a little column, but he was just way well, too far. No, I, too bad you're not in that tower stand in that guy's field. There were people uh, in that tower stand, too. There, wa- there was, know. huh? Yes, but they didn't shoot. And I, I was, don't think I would, he was close enough to them either. Like I said, like, I would have shot him. <laughs> I would have, I would have, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't even think twice about it. No. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that kept me entertained all morning was, so the way this stand <laughs> faces, there's a little field that's in front of us. But then again, there's that back fence line. 
and we, we call it big dick land because it's a lot of acreage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have enough to put a tower blind on one part here, then another tower blind where you could see it. And you can just tell like lots of woods, but also lots of fields, yeah. just lots, yeah. lots of opportunity there. Well, deer are crossing these fields all morning. Yeah. That's the first time I saw finally chasing this year. <laughs> saw a doe go across, mm-hmm. got really excited. It was like, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Deer moving awesome. Mm-hmm. Then I saw like a little forky chasing her. And then I saw the big guy go mm-hmm. across afterwards too. I'm like, Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then 30 minutes later, here goes that doe running. And then here goes the big, the big boy running. And then that forky about three minutes later comes chase. And I'm like, good luck, buddy. You have no chance. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta your ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were kind of going to where we had somebody set up and I was like, Hey, just be ready. If they hop that fence, you know, it's, it's game time. Um, but after all that excitement, I didn't really see anything there for a while. And then I finally saw was very bad, poor camera work. You guys may see this on the spot. Very, very bad, poor camera work. I just, anyway, I see the this deer, the one I shot coming. It's the first one that actually was walking towards this property that we hunt mm-hmm. on from that land. And I hopped the fence right now i got a little nervous there for a while so when he goes back in the woods and i lose him right as mm-hmm. you saw with my mm-hmm. absolute horrendous camera work i was like well he's going to go back behind me in this what we call the top of uncharted no, which i'm not going to yeah. see i'm not going to have a shot you know what i mean yeah or my other thought was he's going to walk the tree line that's right in front of me and i'm gonna have a very close shot yeah well he split the difference um and i just lost him in the woods picked him back up again um, he was kind of making the beeline to where I think what he was going to do was walk behind the stand and then kind of keep going down to what we call the cow hill and make his way towards that side of the property. Luckily, I caught him in time and then um, got the camera ready, was ready to go. Was not, yep. a, cin- not a center view. Like, he almost, almost walked off it. He almost walked off it. Yeah. Uh, stopped him just. Nick when you hair. went back and watched it afterwards, were you like, like Yes, yeah. very much. I was like, oh, don't, don't go, don't go. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. 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 And so at that point in time, all I thought about was like, red dot, don't fail me now. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, this deer was in the same exact spot where I missed that one last year and shot yeah. over it. How far, how far? Yeah. Think? It was 48. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, no, 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 38. Sorry. It was okay. closer than that. Yeah. Um, put it right on the money, pulled the trigger. Deer decided to do like a little backflip. It was pretty Yeah, it was like, that's the first time I've seen a deer flop like that, number yeah. one. But then as you see from the video, it laid there for a decent amount of time. And I was like, mm-hmm. it's just down yeah. right there, like done. I, I thought when I was editing it, I thought that at first. I'm like, oh, he's dead right there. Yeah. And then- yeah. No, and then the deer just hops up and runs. I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. not done. Yeah. Not done at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I was, I was super giddy. Like, that one I knew. That yeah. one was a good hit. I did yeah. the flop. Like That was cool. Cool as hell yeah. to see. That was, like I said, I was surprised he got up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you hear a bunch of gunshots going off over here, <laughs> and you get so excited about that. Like a lot of gunshots going off over there. <laughs> I, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I heard. 
<laughs> I was cracking up when Ryan was telling me that story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, mm -hmm. well, the funny thing is that that deer I shot it triggered one of Ryan's cameras. Yeah. And so then he, he I didn't me. know this because I'm watching this deer. He texts me. <laughs> he texts the group and he goes, Oh, there's a button. Because the way it was with the sun, you couldn't see the antlers on it. Mm -hmm. it, you could tell it was a buck, but you couldn't see the antlers on it. So he thought mm -hmm. it was a butt, but he goes, Oh, Jesse, hope you're not, you don't have your head in your phone. There's a button butt coming for you. Mm -hmm. And he goes, And he heard that shot. He goes, Guess you took it. When I showed him the deer, I goes, Wait a minute. That, that's the same deer. Go, yeah, that's the same deer. Mm -hmm. um, but no, it was cool because I walked up on it and it was another seven pointer. Yeah, how far did he run? run? He didn't run very far, did he? No, twenty yards. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, I didn't find. A, I found blood, but yeah. like not a whole bunch. Mm -hmm. So then I just walked to where I knew he ran to, and he was there. Yeah. So, yeah, then the fun process began. Got that all cleaned up, and ended up going to the Festival Lights Prairie's Peoria that night. And there you go. So I, spent, I think total in Illinois spent. I don't know, would you say, say, I don't know. I mean, less than a week, obviously. You got like six, six to six. One is one day, I say 12 hours a yeah. day or whatever. So, yeah. so my archery buck would have been 12, 14 hours in the mm -hmm. woods. Mm -hmm. And then the shotgun was four. Yeah. So 18 hours. Yeah. First time bucking out in Illinois. Yeah. Yeah, I think I Last think it was just it was just Illinois' farewell to you. Like it was. Yeah. yeah it's like I put a lot of work into that place. Yeah. And it felt good. Yeah, no, I mean you have, life. yeah. You guys that's what yeah, you guys did have over the years put in a lot of work and and you know, it worked out well. Uh I was I was I was happy because I'm I mean to be honest with you, and I think you were thinking the same thing, you know, after your hunts in September, we didn't know like we knew you were going to try to get some content for the channel, but you can try all you want. If the deer don't cooperate, right. they don't cooperate. Like it's nothing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it definitely gave me a lot, even with just the deer I saw, mm -hmm. right? Especially yeah. shotgun season. It was my best opportunity to do camera work without mm -hmm. any obstruction. Like they were just running across the field. Mm -hmm. I was able to get in on them at that point in yeah. time. Well, I um, think uh, besides myself and Matt Rave, you probably have the third biggest buck on our on camera. Um, I don't think anybody else has gotten other than Raven and I. Uh, Colton got a decent buck on camera, but he got one. The one is you, yours is bigger. Um, yeah. So when it comes to just big, just having big buck footage. Here, Did you see here. when he had that part of that field mm -hmm. stuck to his antler? Yeah, like, it was oh, pretty cool. Was I pretty know. Cool. Yeah, it was like the same time you took me out to your property, and we were both yeah. hunting. Yeah, and the deer was across the road, and I was like, "Come here, yep, come this way." Yep, yep. I forgot about that. Yep. Um, yeah, no, uh, that was that was a good buck. And I, I don't know, maybe you had told me, and I and I just didn't see it or forgot. I didn't realize you saw that buck that day. So, mm -hmm. um, and when I was editing, I'm like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> like, yeah, the good buck. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Snap across that fence line. Yeah, I was yeah. hoping, man, that would have been cool. I mean, I'm happy with what I got. Like, yeah, again, but, 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 <laughs> yeah, 
you would you would have been like calling your wife like I know I got one deer at the tax service. I I understand that. Yes. But yeah. But let me let me just explain this to you. Yeah. I yeah. also one of the other coolest things about this was I I was able to FaceTime my boys because they're really every time I go out I'm like yep. if I don't bring them out with me, you know what I mean? They get really excited about how it goes. And so this is the first couple times I'm able to FaceTime them mm-hmm. and show them like mm-hmm. where the deer's falling and all that stuff and yep. just right away. And they mm-hmm. get so pumped. They're so excited. Yeah. They're like, I, I can't wait to see it. And yeah, I'm excited for you. Um, especially when you, when they start, when they become the trigger men and you start getting, yeah. getting them into it even more. Um, it's going to be fun. It's gonna be be fun. And yeah. they love it. Yeah. That's one thing you have to look into. I have no idea. I wonder what non-resident just youth season. Like, right? I don't know. I feel like it has to be cheaper, but I, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. I was looking at the day. It's it's expensive. Is it's it? very expensive gotcha. to be not a resident and go hunting in Illinois. Yeah. Which, which, which yeah. Which though, honestly, man, if 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 we plan ahead, like once like Marshall gets old enough and he's the trigger man. We take him on that hog hunt with us. Yes. Just have at it, bud. <laughs> that might be just as cost yeah. effective as going to Illinois deer hunting. <laughs> yeah, we acted, but you're gonna the meat you're gonna have to so much more fun. You yeah. know you're gonna be something there. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So, nuts. Um, I uh, I applied for my Wisconsin spring turkey. There you go. This weekend <laughs> to get out and try to do that. I think I there's some hunters in the area that I know who are big deer hunters. I don't know if they're big turkey hunters or not mm-hmm. who have land. I might ask. So um, maybe you can just get access for turkey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just say like, I'm not going to mess up any deer wise, mm-hmm. but just turkey. There's the public access land that you could also turkey hunt on. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one of our other uncle-in-laws does go turkey hunting in the mm-hmm. area too. Ryan's been up there a couple of times. Yep. Reach out to him just to see, try to get a Wisconsin bird down. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. man well, that's a, and you're done now for uh, deer season, right? Yeah, I, my, yep. my freezer's full. I am yep. good problem. Good problem it's to have. Yep. Like this week, I uh, did a little meal prepping. Mm-hmm. We had uh, venison steaks mm-hmm. Sunday night, and I just cooked enough for mm-hmm. my lunches this week. Mm hmm. So can't do that. That's what I so actually I, I'm on third shift left right now, so I'm gonna be up for a while still. Uh but like I, I'm about to eat after this and we got uh from uh, my twenty two buck, we got a backstrap that we cooked in a cream of uh cream of mushroom all day all day. So that's what I'm gonna, about to dive into here when we get off here. And I'm hungry. I went to uh you know, because of hunting season, I took a two month hiatus from jujitsu. I went to jujitsu tonight and uh so I'm tired I'm tired and hungry. Yes. So, um, no, I can't yeah. wait to make. I usually make it's like this port wine mushroom reduction sauce. Okay. And it's just so good. Putting That's it over. Good. We used to do beef tenderloin, mm-hmm. right? You'd have a roasted beef tenderloin, whole tenderloin, and slice it up. And yep. I'm going to do some backstrap with that around the holidays this year. Oh, it's going to be so good. good. Oh, it's fantastic. So, gotcha. But yeah. That was my, uh, that was my deer season. It's still Illinois, mm-hmm. but less than 24 hours. Mm-hmm. I spent more time than that in the woods, but 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That was good. And I was happy to get like one final Illinois brother-in-law weekend and stuff. Um, so yeah, we did. Ryan and I sat together archery Mm -hmm. season Mm -hmm. after I shot the buck. Him and I went Mm -hmm. and stand together. That was fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have that time again. It's always fun. Yep. It's fun. We're planning maybe a coyote hunt here or there. Yep. 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 I know that. But, uh, speaking of that, uh, I had a little action today. Uh, I, your pictures didn't come through. Oh, really? They didn't? Uh, on that Not on my phone. I was at school when I was checking. On I will look now. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I'll give an update here. So uh, I got, I'm got. i going to be deer hunting plenty still for uh, 2023 and going into 2020. Huh, I wonder why. Yeah, I'll have to send them to you. Um, Taking yeah. it off. So, uh, but, <laughs> but anyway, they uh, – I uh, – so I'll be doing some deer hunting, and I plan to do some predator hunting. Well, so you guys may may or may not know I got I got chickens and goats and all kinds of animals running around my house, and I we've noticed my chicken population has been dwindling. Uh, we had eighteen chickens at one time; I'm down to five. Um, Holy smokes! Yeah, so we don't know, you know, don't know if it was, we didn't know if it was coyotes, bobcats, or uh, um, raccoons, which I, I've been. This ever since moving out here, I've been hard on the raccoon population, but it seems like I never put a dent in them. Um, I've killed I've killed over a hundred raccoons since moving out here, and uh, it's just I gotta I gotta keep trying to thin the thin the population. Um, but anyway, uh, this morning losing there you go. Um, I'm back. Uh, so anyway, this morning uh, I get home from third shift, uh, go jump in the shower. My wife takes the kids. Uh, my daughter has uh, school this morning. My wife leaves, and Alicia said the cat came running in, like hauling in this morning. And we let our cat inside every now and then, um, but like just the way she ran in, he, she kind of thought, "Oh, it's kind of weird." But like, I'll let her out when I come home. Um, so now I get out of the shower, um, and I see the cats out in in my house. I'm like, "I'll put the cat out." So anyway, I go, I grab the cat, and I throw her out, and the cat was not wanting to go outside, which usually. She goes outside no problem. Like, that's no problem. Yeah. So I kind of I shut the door and I kind of look. I'm looking through my screen door and I'm like, "What is that?" Uh, about the the field edge is about 50 yards, well, 60 yards um, from my um, back porch, and going into the field another 10 yards, I see something and I'm like, "What? What is that?" Looking, it's laying down. All of a sudden, I see the ear twitch. And I'm like, "Oh, it's a damn coyote!" And I. So, like, when I kill a deer or even when I go coyote hunting or something like that, like, I'm not angry at these animals. Like, I just, <laughs> you know, like, I enjoy, I enjoy it, you know, whether it's oh. meat or predator control. I was pissed. I was pissed off this morning. When I saw him, I'm like, instantly in my head, I'm like, this motherfucker trying to eat my chickens. So, I go, I, I Coming keep, on my land? Uh, on this day? No, I was, I was angry. I was angry. And I said, so anyway, I, uh. I keep I, because I knew we were having predator issues. I, I've been keeping my AR uh, in my bedroom, so I, I, I run, load it up real quick, set the red dot, and I'm looking. I'm looking through the window. I can see him. He's just sitting there, dead on, just staring at my goats and chickens. And the goats and chickens are in his pen, and they're looking that way too. They know it's there. And he's just sitting there, just stare on, doesn't even, not even looking towards the house or anything. So anyway, I get the red dot on. And anyway, I, I peek out the house, and about it turns to face me, pow, drops it. And, and and again, normally you know, like we shoot a deer, you know, you're pumping. I shoot, he falls. I go, that's what you get, motherfucker. <laughs> like, like I was, I was angry. 
I was angry this morning. Like, so, like, that's what you get. Oh, I was mad. I was like, uh, like, don't mess with my livestock. Uh, and I, like, afterwards, when I, you know, get it all, it's a real pretty coyote, big, uh, big male coyote. Um, yeah. I'm going to end up skinning them and stuff. Uh, but, uh, but like, afterward, it was all set up bad. Like, and I, I drag his body where I need one of it. And I'm like, man, I was. I was I was unlike me. I was angry at that animal. <laughs> I need to pause the minute here. Yeah, it's just self reflection. Yeah, like, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, that was uh, my latest action. Uh, good shot though. Shot it. Shot him right in the chest. Dropped him. Yeah, yeah. Um, dropped him all the way. So I was I was happy with my shooting. It's about I I ranged it. Uh, it was about seventy yards. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it was a good redemption after I, I did miss a doe this uh, shotgun season, so it was a good redemption for me. Um, you had, but, you had uh, to get yourself back, back on track. Exactly. Here. Yeah. So good to go Are now. You gonna go out anymore? Hunt, yes. By the way? Yep. So I went out um, last week. Went out twice because um, we got a whole field filled with winter wheat right now, and I knew the deer were hitting it. Um, but they're hitting it, not hitting it every day. And one day I had them about 60, 70 yards, um, side of bow range. And then, uh, I went back a, the next night or might've been two nights after. And I actually was able to hunt a tree stand cause I was hunting on the ground the night cause the wind was different. Um, and I didn't see anything that day. Uh, but, uh, but then, yeah, so I'll, I'll be watching the trail cameras and see what they're doing. Um, at minimum, I'll probably do a little bow hunting still at minimum. I'll go out. We got two late season doe, doe seat, shotgun firearm seasons coming up. One's the weekend after Christmas and one's the last weekend in January. Um, I'll for sure hit those two weekends. I would like to get at least one more deer down. Um, and then, uh, and then you're going to see, you guys are going to see me do some predator hunting. Um, I know Ryan's talked about coming down. Um, and then, uh, I, I bought everything. I'm going to try this calling raccoons. It looks fun. Um, so hopefully it you guys see really that. Fun. Yeah, it looks fun. Um, the hopefully video the coop posted the other day looks really fun. Mm -hmm. yes. The, yes. The Asian car. Yep. Yep. That would be fun too. Uh, in Illinois, highly illegal. Cause I already looked it up too. <laughs> uh, cause it, it would be fun. It would be a blast. And oh, then we were talking about, then you talk about, okay, you do that and then you go catfish it. Cause you're just chumming, you're chumming right there. Oh you know, yeah, like you're feeling that blood. You feeling that water with all that blood. Like you probably catch all the catfish. It'll be rare, mm -hmm. Um, oh, that'd be yeah. so much fun. Mm -hmm. So I'll look up Wisconsin law. Yeah, yeah, there we go. I'll come up and visit you. Um, and then you know, if we get some ice, you guys might see an ice fishing episode here. Uh, it's not looking good right now. Um, so uh, and then and maybe you might see some waterfowl. I went, I went, I took a Remy duck hunting one day. Um, we hardly hardly saw any, but it was a bluebird sky day. So, but it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, you guys will be seeing um, stuff come from the channel. We uh, we got some plans for twenty twenty four. Um, we're gonna we're gonna try to keep this podcast now going, guys. I know I struggle with it sometimes. I think you know Jesse Ryan and everybody's gonna help a little bit more with yeah. it too. Um, we've figured out this new streaming thing on uh, on this new platform. I think that's gonna go well. Um, so I think you guys will be seeing more of this podcast and, uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying the content we're putting out. Um, I'm very happy with this deer season as a team wise. Um, and I think we're just going to keep going up from there, but Jesse, to finish off this podcast, you got anything else to end it on? 
just super elated how the season went for me, you know, with the limited amount of time and the move and things like that. Already got my sights set for next year. Mm -hmm. uh, again, trying to hit the pavement, get some access to some private land. You know, we, we're renting right now, so I still don't know, like, where we're going to live. We have a couple spots in mind, towns. Yep. Um, but within the radius, it'll be pretty close. So trying to hit the pavement, get some access to private land. Mm -hmm. But simultaneously scouting that public access, that way I have that, right? Yep. Yep. Um, just, just goals, right? I, mm -hmm. I think I said it to myself the other day. You know, you're watching all these videos like everybody does who's a hunter of these mm -hmm. other people hunting and like things like that and mm -hmm. you know i i guess i find it to the point now where i will shoot a doe but i, I want to go bigger i want to go older like mm -hmm. i yeah i i shot a young deer shotgun season yeah the, the buck kills an older deer but yeah um that's because I had, like, like we said, limited amount of time. But now if I can find a spot and I can have a season and put the time <laughs> in on the woods, I can be more pickier. Yep. Um, I think that's what I want to do now. Yep. Uh, at that stage. And so that's kind of my next goal. And But it's all got to start with finding a spot to do that up here. Yep. I think and you will. My bow in tuned. I get new mm -hmm. strings on it. Um, Which, actually, one last thing I want to end this on for you. Um, How did you like your new Hot Shot release, Jesse? You know, it did its job. Yep. And now it is somewhere in the woods. <laughs> and so I know we're going to a couple shows, and I will yep. seek out the hot shot guys and get a new one. Uh, so, so, and I plan on doing a podcast about this later on, or a video at least. Um, but, you know, Jesse and I switched releases here. We both went to Thumb Style. Um, I went with the Hot Shot Ember. Do you remember what you went with? Uh, what was the, the basic one? Whatever the basic one was. Yeah. Um, and we both were saying good things about it and we were happy with it. And they're we not, a, yeah, they're and not a sponsor. Yeah. They're not a sponsor or anything, but we met those guys and really just hit it off with them at the Illinois, uh, deer show. And, uh, yeah, I remember saying something to Jesse afterwards, like, Hey, did you like that release? And then he proceeded to tell me <laughs> literally, literally every time I would get down and like done hunting or like anything like that, mm -hmm. done shooting, I'd put it in my bag, right in the top mm -hmm. box and zip it up, done. Mm -hmm. After I got the deer done, mm -hmm. like that was it, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't put it in the pocket. <laughs> and then between, like, I'm 95% sure I still had it after dragging that deer out to a spot where we get it to the wheeler. Mm -hmm. Then I think when I put my boat on the wheeler to ride out, that's when I lost it. Because mm -hmm. I didn't take it put in the pocket. Mm -hmm. So, the one nice thing about having the traditional release is it's attached to your wrist. Correct. It's going to be very hard to lose. Correct. Yep. Yeah. It's got that perk for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I got I got a good hunting weekend out of it, and then that's that's it. Yep. So, but yeah. it was nice. I do plan on getting another one because mm -hmm. that was fantastic. Mm -hmm. I do plan on upgrading my camera as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we um, talked about that. I know. Yep. Yeah. Going to more of the action camera, GoPro, mm -hmm. not the cheap Amazon version <laughs> I had at one time in my life. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, just like I said, trying to get access up here. Mm -hmm. And that way I can start focusing on up here more. And try yep. to get out for a rifle season, a rifle hunt. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be so, cool. You, yeah, so essentially for 2024, guys, 
Um, we'll be doing some videos um, throughout the year, kind of updating Jesse on Jesse's new Wisconsin journey. Um, so you guys will see more of him. Um, and then obviously, um, as of right now, um, we plan on being at the Iowa Deer Classic and the Illinois Deer Classic. And Jesse plans on being at the Illinois one as long as everything goes well. So if you right. guys want to see Jesse in person, talk to him. Um, he'll be at the Illinois Deer Classic, which I think it's the That's second weekend in March. Down. Yep, I think you're right, yeah. I think it's the second weekend of March, um, but like I said, we'll be at we plan on being at the Iowa one. You're gonna come see me, and then we'll have some more shows throughout the year as well. So um, appreciate all the support, guys. I uh, one last shout out, and then we'll end it. Um, whole bunch of you guys have ordered. We had our biggest week of orders last week. Um, the, all those orders are sent out today as we record this, which is the 13th. So hopefully you guys get it. It's two day shipping. Um, hopefully you guys get it. Um, Appreciate all the support, guys. Um, by far, that's our best week of online sales that we've had so far. Um, Get the merch, guys. That original logo is back. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. And, then we, and then we got some new logos with uh, Red Coat and uh, Redneck. So definitely check that out, too, guys. Um, and we're going to have uh, more hats in the future. Probably Redneck and Red Coat will probably have their own hat. Um, and then, uh, um, yeah, we'll... Uh, just check it out, guys. Um, appreciate all the support, and we'll go ahead and end this podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, all that good stuff.